Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone and welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi kicking off a new week. I'm your host Gerard Gibbard in the studio along with my good friend the vacationing Rhino. Uh, morning Rhino. Howdy howdy. I trust your bit of time off there was good? Oh yeah recharged the batteries got off of the uh, the rigid schedule and was a little bit more carefree with my time and now I'm back in the saddle. You reimagined it. <laughs> I decolonized my time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, we had a good time up in Starkville on Friday. Uh, everybody, as usual, took care of business. Alex and Scary Gary and Houston. Everything was all cooked up, ready to go. Will, of course, filled in for you. Did a great job. Had a good time up there. Beautiful weather. The Bullies didn't fare so well in the game the next day. That was a coulda, shoulda, woulda deal, wasn't it? Yeah, and you can kind of boil it all down to the one brain fart. What was that? Where the defender on special teams tried to jump over the blockers on the punt, which has been a... A rule against for player safety for a decade, decade and a half now? A a long time. It's not a new rule. Right. And, I mean, clearly left his feet, went straight up. Uh, Yeah, that... Which gave LSU a first down, and then they, within a couple plays, go down and score, and it changes the entirety of the momentum. Little mishaps like that will bite you, unless you can just dominate... But nonetheless, gorgeous weather, and have to say that the Starkville community, the Greater Starkville Development Partnership, uh, treat, treated this old Miss Rebel quite well. They were very hospitable and and very accommodating, and I really do appreciate that. But had a good time, and look, they got it going on up there in, uh, in Starkville. I was uh, quite impressed. I hadn't really. You know, been to a lot of games and on the campus a lot, but uh, I hadn't really spent a lot of time, certainly in the downtown area. The little Main Street's pretty cool, though. I was impressed. A lot oh, of yeah, stuff it's grown up on. a lot. Yeah. Enjoyed uh, visiting with, interviewing the mayor, Lynn Sproul. Of course, Mike Taggart, who runs the development partnership. And really cool interview, by the way, with Tom Brooks, who runs the. Uh, a lab, I can't remember, the Raspit Lab, I think is the name of it, that focuses on research and development of unmanned aircraft and just talking about drones and 
how that is uh, becoming more and more mainstream and lots of different applications there. Of. So that was cool and very impressed with him and his group and the work they're doing. And I guess for a gadget guy like me and, uh, and an old aviator, that's kind of kind of fun. Did you know the mayor was the first female to land on an aircraft carrier? I believe I got that right. I asked her that and had read a little bit about that, but a uh, naval aviator she was. So a little above my little private instrument rating. Uh, but anyhow, a lot of fun. And of course, big, big game this week, my Rebels have against Alabama over in Tuscaloosa. All eyes will be focused on that. Not really sure what to think about that. But. Vegas was pretty certain when they set the line at 20 points Yeah, for Ole Miss. So Bama's a 20-point favorite. Yeah, That line has now moved in the last 12 hours to 14.5. So a lot of bets hmm. for Ole Miss. Hmm. Interesting. That seems about right, though. I mean, given the, the team's history and the, the uh, and that rivalry, playing in Tuscaloosa, always a tough place to play. Been there a few times. Fun when you win, no fun when you lose, of course. And, of course, uh, coming up on the program today at 1020, just in a few minutes here, Rock legend Carlos Santana. I had the honor and privilege of interviewing Carlos yesterday. Will called me Saturday, so I got an interview for you, Carlos Santana. It was scheduled to be on the phone, and then they called. The producer said, no, we want to do it in person. And then they called about an hour before and said, oh, well, back to the phone. Disappointing that we were not able to meet with the great Carlos in person, but had a fantastic time interviewing him. I mean, it's just, when you think about his longevity, he's 74. I was unable to attend the concert last night. I heard it was fantastic. And of yeah, I've course, seen nothing but glowing reviews. Yeah. 74. And what I asked him about, he says, man, we're going to burn. <laughs> You'll hear it on the, on the interview. Pretty cool. Uh, his wife, of course, Cindy, is his drummer. Been married to her since 2010, I believe. And I've seen video as an old drummer. I've watched uh, uh, on YouTube. You know, there's all kinds of video of drummers, but she can fly. She's very good, of course. But, you know, when you have an opportunity to interview someone that's been producing rock and roll music as long as Carlos Santana has, that's pretty special. 26 studio albums, 14 live albums, 10 Grammy Awards. That's by definition prolific. That's just incredible. Absolutely incredible. And... He kind of got his start. It really came onto the stage for, uh, from a national for, uh, perspective at Woodstock, 69. So, and every day you get to talk to somebody that was on the stage playing at Woodstock. <laughs> How dang cool is that? So, what a blast. He was just a delight to talk to. And, of course, we are so grateful uh, that he 
brought the show to Mississippi. Still performing. It's 74. And I don't mean, I mean, not slowing down. I mean, he's going gangbusters if you look at the schedule, the tour dates. Incredible. Really cool stuff. This is also a very big week here in the state. I say that because it was uh, widely believed that we might get a special session to pass a medical marijuana measure. And so Senator Kevin Blackwell, who's been spearheading that over on the Senate side, will join us at 11.05 today. Of course, Mississippi Outdoors Radio at 12.05, but Paul had um, Representative Lee Yancey on this morning from the House side. The representative and the senator have been corroborating on getting some language hammered out. And, of course, the word broke last week that Speaker of the House Philip Gunn and Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman said, I think we got something, went to the governor, so we'll see. Are we going to get a special session before the month is out? And that's kind of been the implication. And even on our air a few weeks ago, Representative Yancey said, yeah, I think we're there. I think we're going to have it before the – you remember that, don't you? That's what he said before the end of the month. The other big thing up in Washington, folks – I just refer to it as Hell Week in Washington. You got you got the debt ceiling problem, which is looming end of the month, Thursday. What are we going to do there? Pelosi's trying to ram through these two measures. You got this border chaos. And by the way, I do have to make a correction before we go to break here. I mistakenly stated on the air Friday during this crazy situation on The View when it was interrupted because two of the hosts tested positive and the producer came out and said, off the stage, and they were about to bring on Kamala Harris. The initial report said she tested positive, and I passed that on. Subsequently learned she did not, but she did conduct her appearance or interview via Zoom. I apologize for getting that wrong, but I got it from two news sources who mistakenly reported it. I passed that on to, to in an effort to get quick news, breaking news to our audience. I apologize for that. She did not. But nonetheless, she did <laughs> conduct the interview. She was there, ready to go on stage. They wouldn't let her out. She conducted it via, via Zoom. You know, Vice President Giggles. That's what I'm calling her now. She said the images of the ICE agents at the border are horrible, horrendous. Oh, my gosh. Time for a break here. When we come back, we've got our interview with the great Carlos Santana. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 88. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 66. Your Tuesday, partly sunny conditions, a 40% chance of rain, high near 87. For your Wednesday, partly sunny skies, a 60% chance of rain, high near 87. 
This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland has your answers for urinary issues. The Incella treatment option for urinary leakage is your solution. Sit down comfortably, remain fully clothed, and get rid of incontinence problems. If you have 10 minutes to spare and think this treatment option could change your life, call Innovative Health Clinic today to set up a free appointment, 601-944-5585, or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. This is Allison Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated, located in Gluckstadt, just south of Germantown High. Ready for fall? Calloway's has everything you need, from beautiful fall color plants, pumpkins, and wheat straw, to trees, shrubs, soils, and mulches. Calloway's has just received another huge shipment of ceramic pots, all sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the south. We offer bulk soils for do-it-yourself projects. Callaway's offers landscaping. Our designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Cowson Station Parkway south of Germantown High. Callaway's gives. Callaway's No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Follow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Got a black magic woman. Got a black magic woman. I've got a black magic woman. Got me so blind I can't see. It is indeed an honor and a thrill to be chatting today with. One of the most successful musical artists of all time, Mr. Carlos Santana. Carlos, the entire state of Mississippi welcomes you today, sir. I am so grateful and very happy. Thank you so much. Millions of fans across the globe for over 50 years. What, to what do you attribute your longevity? Well, first, middle, and last is always grace. God's grace that gives you the... Um, the inspiration, the energy, the vision, the passion, all the energy, again, that you need to um, reach 
the four corners of the world and touch a lot of people's hearts. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, you've done it for me. Uh, as a youngster, I remember uh, the first couple albums, Santana and Abraxas, and you know, and playing those on my parents' little Zenith portable record player. And I was an aspiring drummer and couldn't afford drums at the time, but I could afford sticks, and I'd set the towels up on the carpet uh, and just play away, trying to memorize and learn all all the licks. But the combination of your melodic guitar style with percussion was just unique. Really, I don't know that anything quite like that. Who influenced you? Oh, well, many people. B.B. Uh, King, Tito Puente, Gabor Sabo, you know, um, Grant Green, um, Bola Sete, really musicians that, that knew how to uh, articulate uh, a balance between melody and rhythms. Man, and you you did it so well, and it's uh, it's such great music. So you've sold over forty seven million certified albums, uh, over a hundred million worldwide. You've won numerous awards. You've won ten Grammy awards. Uh, the band was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, nineteen ninety eight. And one of my favorites is watching the video of uh, when you were honored at the Kennedy Senator Center, two thousand thirteen. What do you think about other artists and their interpretation of, of your music? Do, do you feel that that's uh, really a compliment to you? Because it's really cool watching you react to it, Carlos. Yeah, it is. Uh, it was Stevie Winwood and um, the brother from Rage Against the Machine, uh, Tom Morello. And, and so, no, it's always a compliment, and I'm very, very grateful. Well, just watching that Kennedy Center uh, tape, it uh, looks like you're having a good time uh, watching them play Black Magic Woman, Oh Yeah, Como Va. It's got to be a cool feeling. Yes, it is. Uh, uh, like I said, I'm very, very grateful. And <clears throat> and we're here tonight, and we're going to burn, really burn. We invite anybody who can come over, uh, come and witness one of the few bands in the world left that can, they can, they can bring it at a level that most people just go dang yeah <laughs> no doubt about it at the brandon amphitheater we're so grateful that that you are here now is it true that you proposed to your wife cindy uh who's uh, a drummer a very accomplished and very skilled and talented drummer is it true you proposed to her on the set on the stage Yes, it's true. It's in, it was in <laughs> Chicago, and that's one of the main reasons that you, one of the main reasons that you guys should come over and hear and, and, and hear the concert. She plays drums now in the band, and uh, I describe her as Bruce Lee and Jimi Hendrix and Hussein Bolt on drums. <laughs> that is awesome. So you've made, I believe, twenty six or so albums. Is that right? I never count them. <laughs> I think uh, that's the that's the count that uh, that I saw. But uh, man, it's so cool. And so I gotta ask you: you played at Woodstock, 1969. You were on stage there, and Greg Rowley was a vocalist, keyboardist, and and of course Greg is is also known for being one of the founding uh, members of Journey. What was that like being part of Woodstock? Uh, it was a great um, <clears throat> awakening. You know, one of the main things that we promote besides the music 
and the, the principles of the music is collective consciousness, commonality, awakening. Uh, for me, uh, witnessing Woodstock or the Berlin Wall come down, Mandela being free, when we, when we celebrated the year 2000, around the globe as one family with unity and harmony, that's what we promote with Santana, you know, the totality, the unity and the harmony and the totality of being one with everyone. Yeah. And, and you've always been about peace, and and uh, to a great extent, that message can be found in your music. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. And that's that's just always been uh, very impressive. So, uh, you know, it's it's kind of fair to say that that the era of rock and roll of of the '60s, uh, it it a lot of the music was sort of focused on that, and Woodstock was really a message of peace. The, the nation was torn apart by the Vietnam War and, and civil rights challenges, and and was just, uh, we were fractured. And uh, the music just like was... Just like now. Yeah, just like now. That's exactly what I was going to say. So uh, what? how do you see the contrast between... Are we kind of repeating it, or is there something different about what we experienced in the 60s during that tumultuous time and, and today? We have to uh, elevate in, uh, our consciousness into a level where we can conduct ourselves like spiritual adults instead of donkeys and monkeys. Yeah. Yeah, well... Uh, and, and we can, and we will. Yeah. And it, do you see music as, as one of the primary ways of delivering that message and bringing us together and overcoming some of these challenges? Yes, because music, music is about harmony and unity, and music is about the, the very close to the spiritual language of light that, that reminds humans you are divine. You, uh, you are divine in your uh, multidimensional warrior, uh, but a warrior for peace, not for war. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So you've got, uh, looking at your, your website, you guys, besides being, of course, in Brandon in here in Mississippi, you got an aggressive tour schedule. Well, it's been fun. We've been um, we've been on hold for about a year and a half. Yeah, a pandemic, and so it's fun to uh, get get on the road again and touch people's hearts and remind them of their own magnanimity. Yeah. And do you prefer uh, Carlos playing indoors or outdoors, or does it make a difference? I close my eyes, it'll make any difference. <laughs> I believe every bit of that, too. I'm telling you, man, you're uh, you're magical. There's no question about it. So what's on the horizon for you? You're going to get in the studio, make some more albums, or uh, keep touring, combination of both? Yeah. You're going to slow down? What you going to do? Yeah, the CD is coming out called Blessings and Miracles on uh, October 15th. And we got Chris, Chris Stapleton... Uh, uh, Kirk Hammett from Metallica, Chris Stapleton, um, we have Corey Glover, we have uh, Ali Brook, and we have uh, Easy, Rob Thomas, G Easy, Easy G, Chikoria, and you know, so uh, like Supernatural, we have a lot of guests, yeah. and, and this album is going to, my favorite thing from the 60s is, it's going to blow your mind. <laughs> Of course, Supernatural, an incredible album from 1999, the big hit, Maria Maria. Uh, you guys, and you've just played with so many fantastic 
artists through the years, it's, it's got to be rewarding knowing uh, how many artists you have influenced through your work. Yes, it's very um, complimentary and very inspiring, yes. Well, Carlos, really appreciate you taking some time uh, to Thank join you. us today, and uh, good luck uh, with the concert. I know you're going to do fantastic. Good luck uh, on the tour. Congratulations on all your success. Thank you for what you have done for Come the world. You, you're a drummer. Come on down. you got to witness this. you got it. Appreciate it. All right, you man. take care. God bless, man. See you. God bless. Take care. Wow, that was uh, it was quite the honor, and it was so cool. I, I hope you folks uh, enjoyed that. That happened yesterday, about uh, between one and one thirty. He was so gracious uh, to join us, and and really, seventy four. I was unable to attend, as we said, but I heard nothing but fantastic uh, reports about the show last night, and including uh, some on our text line. And I'm getting some texts as well, but uh, from personal friends. You know, when you can <laughs> still play music at that level at 74, you are you're special. You just are. And again, he's he's just a peaceful guy, just making music and entertaining us and making the world a little happier place. You know, when he played on stage in '69. Uh, at Woodstock, the the famous album Abraxas had yet to be introduced. I think it was a few weeks later when it finally came out. But yeah, Greg Rowley, of course, me, the big Journey fan. It was Greg Rowley, man, on the stage with him, on the keyboards. Found a Journey along with Neil Sean. i got to tell you a little trivia about Neil Sean and Carlos when we come back. Stay with us. We'll return. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. At Alliance Ag Risk Management and Southern Ag Services, we work for you. Our agents and consultants were born and raised in the same communities you work, and the agronomic and economic expertise we bring to the farm manages risk and maximizes production with the experiences many of you have shared with us over the last few decades of working together. We're committed to you, and we're thankful to be a part of your business. Let's prepare to pass it on. Alliance Ag Risk Management and Southern Ag Services, the partnership that yields. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and 0% interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, 0% interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Whether it's getting the kiddos to school. I love you. Bye, Mom. Or taking it off-road and uphill. Oh, yeah! Yeah! 
We've got the right tires for you. Tire Depot has a huge selection of tires for every budget and every purpose. From everyday drivers to extreme off-road performance, Tire Depot has you covered. Alignments, mounting and balancing, lift kits, and general repair. Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by, see us, or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. The voter registration deadline for the November general and special elections is a week away. If registering in person, you must do so before 5 o'clock on Monday, October 4th. If registering by mail, all voter registration applications must be postmarked no later than Monday the 4th. For more details and to find out where you can register to vote, visit supertalk.fm. And while Mississippi's gaming industry is on the rebound, Jay McDaniel, executive director of the Mississippi Gaming Commission, says there are still a few properties that are vacant. There's actually two in Tunica. The uh, the Horseshoe had the roadhouse right next to it. They're both owned by Caesars, so Caesars just chose we're going to run one property, and so they're slowly dismantling that one. The old Harrah's up there, which was a large property. When that one closed in 2014, that really hit that market, and while they've scrapped the barge, you've still got the old hotels and convention center just sitting out there. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. Mississippi's healthcare system has experienced many challenges during the COVID pandemic, like the critical shortage of paramedics statewide. Here's Ryan Wilson, veteran paramedic. In my role as a paramedic over the years, I've always appreciated the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance's respect for paramedics and the role we play in achieving optimal survival for patients in an emergency. Right now, paramedics are needed urgently statewide. With the comprehensive training programs offered at area community colleges, you can learn life-saving skills and so much more. Seasoned paramedics like me and newcomers find it very rewarding to help people in immediate need. If you want a job that's dynamic and highly valued in our healthcare system, I urge you to become a paramedic. There's never been a more critical time to become one of Mississippi's healthcare heroes. You too can make a difference on the front lines of emergency care. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to visit mshealthcarealliance.org for a complete listing of community colleges that offer paramedic training. Most people think there are just seven wonders of the modern world. But if you wake up with Super Talk, you know there are eight. The amount of information and entertainment Paul Gallo fits into one three-hour show is simply astounding. Astounding. Amazing it is. News, weather, sports, and interviews with the movers, shakers, and playmakers. Experience the wonder of Gallo. Every morning on Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard. Gerard Gibbert, here on Super Talk Mississippi.
back, everyone. Middays, Gerard and Rhino in the studio. Kicking off your week. Yeah, so, of course, Greg Rowley, one of the founding members of Journey, was also one of the original members of Santana. Played at Woodstock, and he was on the keyboards and also a lead vocalist. And another member, uh, one of the founding members of Journey, the great guitarist, Neil Sean, he also joined Santana in late 69-70. He was 15. (laughs) He was playing guitar along with Carlos at age 15. And they reunited a few years ago and made some music as well, did... Carlos, and the great Neil Sean. And so he played on Santana 3, Sean did, uh, the album, uh, Caravanserai, and the Santana and Buddy Miles live albums, and he toured with a group for about three years, quite extensively. So, And if you look at the list of artists that Carlos Santana has played with, it is monumental. And though, of course, I asked him who influenced him, it seems like, Rhino, every guitarist always names B.B. King. It's incredible when you think about that and the connections to the great state of Mississippi in that respect. But also, how many has Carlos Santana influenced? Uh, countless. you got to believe. Countless artists through the years for someone to be playing as uh, as long as he has and produce so much great music. So, I don't know. i just really cool, very honored to have that opportunity to talk to him. And, and, of course, we are beyond grateful that he came here to the state of Mississippi. Yeah, that's one of the, the cool things about music is you'll have influences that, that go from generation to generation, and you see how what they learn from the old masters gets passed down to the new young guns and yeah. the, the way they improve on it or make it their own. Yeah. Because, I mean, you, you look at the the through line from B.B. King to Santana is that that melodic playing on a single string, even something as simple as a single string on a guitar, making it sing. And how that influenced Santana, and then Santana made it his own, added his own rhythm to it, added his own style and flair to it. And then someone watches Santana and takes it and runs it and makes it their own. Yeah, that's exactly right. Now, Carlos' father and brother were both accomplished musicians, uh, and he started out by playing the violin at age five, which is uh, totally cool. But, and honestly, I asked him about in particular about his thoughts on the interpretation of of his music by other artists. One of the things that's kind of neat is is viewing some of those the New York Kennedy Center honors when whomever is customary for whomever the artist is being honored. Same in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Another other artists will perform some of their big hits. So in this case it was like Magic Woman and Oh Yeah, Come Va. Of course, he made a lot more music than that, but those are incredibly popular. And watching him up there in the in the balcony where the guest of honor sits, watching the reaction 
to other artists playing those famous guitar riffs especially is just it's just really cool and i asked him about that and you could tell he's a little humble about it but he's having a good time in <laughs> those videos when he watches that one of the best of all time from the kennedy center i think we've even mentioned it on the show before is when hart performs stairway to heaven and robert plant's just crying he's just just boo-hooing when he's watching it uh, and of course uh, John Bonham's uh, son is playing the drums, the, the famous longtime drummer who passed away rather prematurely of Led Zeppelin. But anyhow, just digressing a little bit here about music. I uh, hope you folks enjoyed that interview as much as I, I did, and I, that's something I'll always cherish, honestly. Talking about those special events and, and covering the, the big names, songs, I'm reminded of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame where they were covering While My Guitar Gently Weeps. Yeah, that's so Tom awesome. Tom Petty leading the band, and then Prince decides, I'm going to do a solo, and I'm going to keep soloing for minutes and minutes and minutes. <laughs> he looks up at Tom Petty like, is it okay? <laughs> of course it is, Master. That's just one of the best of all times. He absolutely shreds the guitar when he's playing that. And, it's, of course, it's in a more recent time when the, the sound and the video quality is is so good as well. So yesterday, <laughs> after that interview, uh, I headed out to play a little golf, and I get a text from my wife who says, I'm cooking tonight. Don't forget to pick some tea up. We like to buy tea by the gallons at my house. And I said, well, you know, only the little people do stuff like that. I just interviewed an international rock star. And <laughs> she said... <laughs> You are a part of the little people. You are not a rock star. <laughs> it's always good to stay grounded. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> oh, gosh. Kind of picking up on the famous Leona Helmsley, right? Only the little people pay taxes. Let me tell you, if Joe Biden has his way, all people will pay more taxes. It may not be on your tax return, but more money's coming out of your dang pocket. The big, but it's paid for. It's paid for. That's what I was going to say. That's the big message this weekend. I saw an interview with Congresswoman Jaypal from Washington State. Oh, it's, I don't know why people are getting worked up about increasing spending. This is it's all paid for. What about the people that are paying for it? Is there no cost to them? And if you think for one minute that it only will affect that sliver of the population, you were wrong. Dead wrong. On Friday, I reported on the show, shared on the show, a, uh, a blog. Did you know the White House has a blog? That's what they call it. White House blog. And it's got the official White House logo and that familiar sort of blue uh, theme. And anyhow, it, it goes on to say the top 400 households in America paid an effective tax rate of 8.2%. When you consider unsold stock, in other words, if you consider the gains they made on paper but did not dispose of those assets, which would trigger a capital gain, which would be subject to income tax, if you consider that, it was only 8.2%. Really? If you consider something that did, did not produce 
income did not produce cash proceeds? It's only 8.2%. So that suggests confiscation of wealth. That's what they want, of course. And it, it may not be viewed consistent with my take on it. That's fine. I consider that communism. A confiscation of wealth, of assets, not payment of taxes on income. Look, some would say that's communism, that that's theft, you know, the, especially from the libertarian perspective. But taking, just saying, nope, you had a paper gain. Well, what happens in the year you have a loss? You think the IRS is going to send out billions of dollars of checks? Sorry you incurred a loss in the market this year. Here's a check. You think that's going to happen? No. That's a one-way street. You know that's the truth. That it just disgusts me. Oh, it's paid for. How nonsensical is that? So right now, this week... This In fairness, the, the Democrat voting base tends to believe anything the Democrats say, no matter how ludicrous. Uh, exactly. It, because it gins them up. And all this talk of all this free nonsense. And that's what they're hoping for. So get this. Pelosi is 80. Joe Biden, he's two weeks away from being 79. I truly, firmly, wholeheartedly believe her goal, I don't think she's running after the next term. That's my opinion. I think her goal is to to leave as her legacy this gigantic welfare transformation, this government dependency bill. And for Joe Biden, it's to truly implement Democrat socialism in this country. That's what he aspires his legacy to be. That's just my opinion. 80 and 79. Just get the heck out of here. Leave us alone. We'll take a break right here. We'll come back. Don't forget, Senator Kevin Blackwell joins us at 11.05 in Mississippi Outdoors Radio at 12. Middays will continue. The Waterford and Ridgeland understands that during this pandemic, choosing the right retirement community is more important than ever. Not only do our residents enjoy exceptional services, but also the peace of mind that comes from knowing their health and safety are our number one priority. With safety in mind, our families are able to engage with loved ones during this pandemic, not disconnect. The Waterford offers spacious studios, one and two bedroom apartments. Come see why more people are making the safe step to retirement living at the Waterford today. Call us at 601-856-6131. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. 
Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Attention! If you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. This is the opening agri-market report. The open of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was up 382 to 99.80. March cotton was up 335 to 97.96. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade, November soybeans were up eight and three quarters to twelve ninety-three and three quarters per bushel. January soybeans were up eight and a quarter to thirteen oh three per bushel. December corn was up eight cents to five thirty-four and three quarters per bushel. March corn was up seven and three quarters to five forty-two and a quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile, December live cattle was down thirty-two to one twenty-seven eighty-two. February live cattle was down forty-five to one. 3217. November feeders down 137 to 157.20. January feeders down 127 to 158.32. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up 221 points, 35,019. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Prevention providers such as insurance agents and doctors are necessary, but they're not free. Another is 811. By calling 811 before you dig, pull a stump, or erect a mailbox, you could be preventing a call to 911. This service is free, and free is a beautiful thing. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Compromise is nice if you're at the playground or scouring yard sales. But farmers know better that middle grounds have no winner. That's why there's Revitech fungicide, fast-acting and long-lasting, preventative and curative, disease control and stress reduction. So leave the settling to little Tommy at the seesaw, an old bargain bill, and take your full prize in yields with Revitech fungicide for uncompromised performance. Always read and follow label directions. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone middays on the air on this monday gerard and rhino in the studio and we 
We'll be here all week. Oh, yeah. Friday, we're going to be out there at the Sanderson Farms. Little PGA. Yeah. In fact, we got some tickets to give away, too, don't we? I do believe. Yeah, we'll get to that. But uh, Sports Talk Mississippi is going to be out there Wednesday and Thursday. And let's see, I think uh, Paul Gallo and I will be there Friday. Looking forward to that. Sanderson Farms Championship at the Jackson Country Clubs become one of the premier PGA events in the South. All proceeds from the tournament go to charities across the state, including the Friends of Children's Hospital. So hopefully we'll have uh, continued good weather for that event. The PGA rolls into town. You see the signage all over the place. It's going to be, uh, I think, a good a good deal. Of course, the Ryder Cup, man, the United States, jeez. Put it on them. Whew. Normally, 19 to 9? Something like that. Normally I'm sweating those deals. Not this time. Tip was decisive, as they say. Ryder Cup's a weird, a weird deal because you think of golf and you think of the the quiet announcers yeah. and they're barely talking and you can barely understand what they're saying because they're whispering into the microphone. I know it's a putt, yeah. and it, he made it from seventeen feet, and it's it. That's about excited as they get. <laughs> and the crowd is. You have the one or two get in the hole guys or the Baba Booey guy. And you got yeah. those guys that are just a couple beers too far gone to <laughs> to be out in public. But usually it's a pretty subdued affair. Yeah. Then you have the Ryder Cup come along and it's like a World Cup match where everybody's wearing their patriotic gear and hooping and hollering and having a great time. Yeah. Well, it's in golf uh, in pro- at the professional level, it's like the only situation where you have teams. And I think it's just fun and the teams represent uh, your country, in this case. And it's uh, it's just always been uh, uh, just a classic event. And frankly, the U.S. hadn't fared very well of late. But, man, they put it on them this past uh, event. And that was up in uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin. That course, you know, I've never played it, seen it, know people that have. It's pretty dang hard. Uh, Got to get up there and play it sometime. But but PGA in Mississippi this week. Hopefully folks will get out and enjoy that. I, I was just double-checking the weather. It looks like uh, the Magnolia State may have some scattered thunderstorms in the middle of the week, but by the late week and weekend, we're supposed to have sunny skies. That's totally awesome, and I'm looking uh, very forward to that. Looking forward to being out there this coming Friday, and hopefully... We're going to get lucky and get a professional golfer on the show. That's the plan at this point. Can't promise anything, but that is certainly our objective. So back to taxes, because we cannot, we cannot ignore the fact that right now, being deliberated in the chamber, the House of Representative chamber, in the nation's capital, they're talking about increasing taxes to a level which is really, in terms of the overall tax increase, unprecedented. And of course, the president and all of his minions are running around saying it's only going to affect those dirty, greedy, rich people, those billionaires, those corporations that make all that stuff we need to live. We got to look at that as when. 
Trump cut taxes, they were complaining it's only going to help the rich. Yet <laughs> somehow everybody's pay went up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's and it's it's irrefutable. I mean, the data is is well documented that household income increased dramatically. Honestly, Trump's tax cuts shifted more of the burden to the higher incomes, as evidenced by recent reports that uh, bear that out, even pre-pandemic reports. And that was one of the things I actually had a problem with, is that it shifted more of the burden to the higher incomes. But, of course, they focus on so much on corporations and just fail to consider the fact that corporate taxes are just pushed out to consumers. They're just passed on. As well they should be, honestly. And look, a corporation can either invest in R&D, in people, in capital equipment, in innovation, or they can send it to the government so they can send it back out as free pre-K and free child care and child tax credits and free community college and increased Obamacare benefits and Medicaid expansion, which is all included in the bill, by the way. A free family leave. Remember, even if you're unemployed, you can sign up for family leave. The affinity provision, if you're taking care of somebody, it's just government welfare on steroids. We'll take a break right here. Senator Kevin Blackwell in the studio next. Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk, Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at Baroni's Tree Pros.com. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. A House vote on a bipartisan infrastructure bill set for Thursday now instead of today. Some more progressive Democrats want to vote first on more social and environmental spending. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi tells ABC's This Week. Obviously, with negotiations, there'll have to be some changes in that. The sooner, the better, so that we can build our consensus to go forward. What they've done is hold infrastructure hostage. Louisiana Republican Steve Scalise on Fox Business. People in the U.K. are told stop buying more gasoline than you need. A lot of stations are dry. There are long lines outside gas stations in what the government here says is an outbreak of panic buying. I've literally been waiting for petrol for three days. It's terrible. I tried to come here last night, same thing. Went to three different petrol stations, all closed. Britain's Environment Secretary, George Eustace. There isn't a shortage. But Britain does have a shortage of truck drivers. Fox's Simon Owen in London. America's listening to Fox News. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. With all the disruption in all businesses lately, our clients at PeopleLease didn't miss a beat. Did you struggle to get the necessary records required for COVID relief programs such as PPP, ERTC, or FFCRA? Will you be ready next time? Our clients at People Lease are ready. Call People Lease today at 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit our website, peoplelease.com. 
Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. There could be a special session on medical marijuana as soon as this Friday, according to Representative Lee Yancey. I think they asked for it to be called October 1st, which would be this Friday, but that's totally at the discretion of the governor. Agriculture Commissioner Andy Gibson will have a press conference at 1.30 this afternoon. He wants to discuss his concerns about the role the department would play under the legislation as it's drafted in contrast to what voters approved under Initiative 65. President Biden's agenda faces a critical week in Congress as the House begins debating a trillion-dollar infrastructure measure today. Jared Halperin with Fox has more. The bill already won bipartisan support in the Senate, but it faces an uncertain future in the House. Speaker Nancy Pelosi announced that vote will be Thursday, but dozens of progressive Democrats are threatening to withhold support unless a larger $3.5 trillion spending bill is first approved. I'm Kelly Bennett. Your business may be classified as small to mid-size, but you view it as an empire and naturally want it to succeed. Do you have the proper tools in place to efficiently utilize the staff who handles administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits? Without changing current processes and proper training, payroll technology alone cannot solve these problems. By utilizing the iSolve platform, MWG Employer Services can create new processes and properly train your staff to maximize the efficiency of this technology. For more information, visit MWGEmployerServices.com. The best sweet potatoes in the world are grown right here in Mississippi. Full of vitamin C, dietary fiber, and potassium, the sweet potato is a nutritional powerhouse. You can eat them as a side to a juicy steak, cut up and fried, or as a dessert with your favorite meal. But really, there are hundreds of ways to prepare and eat Mississippi sweet potatoes. If it comes from this soil, it comes from a farm family of Mississippi, providing for our family and yours. Our state has seen a decline in average daily COVID cases, but State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs says hospitalization use is still very high. We have had a decline in COVID hospitalizations, but a rebound in non-COVID hospitalizations, again, leaving our healthcare system pretty well stretched in terms of ICU bed capacity. We are still under the statewide COVID system of care order, which um, is due to expire next Wednesday. And depending on conditions, we may need to renew it or We'll discontinue it. Over 9,000 Mississippians have lost their lives to COVID. That puts Mississippi number one in the country per capita in deaths. For the three-day period beginning Friday through Sunday, the Department of Health is reporting 1,773 additional cases of COVID and 55 deaths. Currently, there are 100 ongoing outbreaks in long-term care facilities. For the latest Mississippi updates, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Get ready for the Mighty Roots Music Festival, October 1st and 2nd on historic Stovall Farms in Clarksdale, Mississippi, presented by Wade Incorporated. Musical appearances by Deer Tick, Keller Williams, Mystic Bowie's Talking Dreads, Radney Foster, and more. Campsites available, food trucks, vendors, and late-night music till 2 a.m. For tickets and more information, MightyRootsMusicFestival.com. Sponsored by Visit Mississippi and Visit Clarksdale. Come on and make your plans to spend the weekend with us at Mighty Roots Music Festival. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. 
My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Middays with Gerard and Rhino on this Monday, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Joining us now in the studio, Senator Kevin Blackwell. He represents District 19. That covers DeSoto and Marshall counties. He's the chairperson of the Senate Medicaid Committee. Good morning there, Senator. Thanks so much for joining us. Good morning, Gerard. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm wondering, am I the fodder? <laughs> <laughs> no, sir, you're the facts. <laughs> uh, but, you know, w- with respect to government, that could kind of go either way sometimes, it sure feels could. like. I know you have been uh, sort of buried, if you will, in this medical marijuana program, and that uh, you and I were just talking uh, off the air. I'm not sure you anticipated that this time last year, that you were going to be so heavily involved and sort of tapped. Uh, over on the Senate side to work with Representative Yancey on the House side to come together and figure something out after the Supreme Court struck down the ballot measure. And, of course, we have hashed that out numerous times on the program and in the news media in the state. Where do we stand right now? Well, we have uh, an agreement. I think everybody has seen the draft that's uh, that's been circulating. Well, we wanted to be uh, open and transparent with what we're trying to do. So right now, the way it rests is it's basically on the the governor's lap. Um, we've uh, requested uh, the speaker and the lieutenant governor v- visited Friday with him, requested a special session, uh, hopefully for October the first this this coming Friday. October first. Okay. Well. Last time we had Representative Yancey, he, he kind of handicapped it, thought of his high probability we'd, we'd uh, get in session in September, but October 1st isn't far off. Do, do you, uh, at this point, do you have a sense of whether or not the governor will go ahead and do that? In my conversations with the governor, he has indicated that he would certainly consider a special session if we had agreement between the House and the Senate, and we ha- pretty much have an agreement on a bill. Okay. Well, Help us out with what were some of the kind of notable provisions that uh, you guys had to had to plow through that now have been resolved that uh, our audience would be interested in. Well, some of it had to do with the um, pretty much the um, how much of a product could you have. The, I think sixty five had uh, five ounces. Uh, we've reduced it to four ounces. And we tried to find a way in which we could equate um, a flour versus a concentrate versus um, 
an infused product across the spectrum uh, because we have some limitations on what uh, the patients can purchase. Okay. So we ended up uh, borrowing from some other states and uh, what we're calling the Mississippi Medical Cannabis Equivalency Units. And it seems uh, in our research that um, an eighth of an ounce, which is 3.5 grams, is the most common purchase. And uh, what some other states have done, they've used that to equal one unit, and that also uh, one gram of concentrate equals one unit, and 100 grams of uh, uh, infused product equals one unit. So that way we can now uh, spread that out across those four ounces and come up with uh, 32 units a month that uh, a patient may um, uh, purchase. And so that would include uh, any combination thereof. They could get flour, they could get concentrate, they could get uh, infused products when they they go. Gotcha. So that that was one issue. Then uh, also coming up with uh, trying to find a, a way in which Mississippians could actually participate. And so we created a couple of tiers called micro cultivators and micro processors. Okay. And to qualify, you have to be a Mississippian uh, with at least three years of residency. And those fees for those uh, licenses are significantly less than what the, the fees are for, let's say, the, the, the big boys, if you would. And then uh, from there, we also developed uh, five tiers of uh, covering what we call canopy. And canopy is the square footage in which the live plant growth occurs. So uh, we have different, uh, f- again, five different tiers set up based upon that uh, canopy coverage from anywhere up from 5,000 to up to 100,000 square feet. And then the fees associated with those uh, increase accordingly. Hmm. All right. So is it also true that the plant must be grown indoors is what I read. So explain that. What does that mean exactly? That's that's correct. It's got to be grown indoors. So basically it's going to be grown hydroponically, if you would. Yeah. Um, we visited a number of uh, a couple of other states, talked to people in the business, and even those folks recommended we not do outdoor growth. And uh, the reason for that is, one, the contaminants, the fungus, um, the pollutants, uh, insecticides, and things of that nature. Uh, plus, you also have the opportunity for theft uh, occurring in some of these larger fields. Yeah. And uh, and then you're also exposed to the weather elements. So let's say I know we had a, a lot of rain that damaged a lot of our watermelon crop here. Well, if uh, somebody were to invest in cannabis, have several hundred acres of this stuff in the hurricane come through well they just they just lost everything so yeah. economically it d- doesn't make sense either so okay so you don't see that as, as a big setback i mean have you, have you heard any any squawks or grievances from folks that had planned to grow outdoors have they expressed their discontent with that i've heard a little bit uh there's there are folks that thought they were going to grow they got 70 acres and they're going to grow pot on it and yeah. become millionaires and yeah. and they can still uh, grow pot that's just have to be indoors i got you so they'd have to make some investment in in structures that i mean is there some sort of legal guidelines or technical definitions on what constitutes indoors uh, we just have an indoors like facility and, and i guess for finer tuning of the reg- regulations yeah. that'll come from the agencies yeah, yeah. Gotcha. All right, and so let's talk about the the uh, the tax mechanisms. How that uh, how that shaped up. 
All right. On tax, we have uh, 7% sales tax at the, the point of sale at the dispensary. And then uh, most states have some sort of excise tax, and we were looking to put an excise tax as well, but wanted to stay, uh, didn't want anything more than 5%. And uh, so when we started taking a look at how other states do this, one state does it by uh, the THC content, and I believe that's Indiana. Uh, that's fairly complicated because you have uh, a variety of products that are going to have uh, uh, different levels of THC, and you, all that tracking uh, seems a little bit uh, excessive. To, so uh, we took a look at states that had um, uh, the other states, the majority of states do it at the point of sale. And we were looking at to do it more at the cultivator processor level. And uh, so when we were taking a look at what is – cannabis sell for in these dispensaries it's kind of all over the board based upon the thc content but uh three about three hundred dollars seemed to be the average and so we put a fifteen dollar an ounce uh excise tax on that which equates to about that five percent uh tax uh, threshold we were looking at yeah all right so the excise tax is of course a tax that's levied on a quantity a volume in that case. That's correct. And and will and this will just all go into the general fund, right? So yes, it's sir. a little different than sixty five, in which uh, case all the taxes stayed with the Department of Health, which was the agency that would have been charged with administering the program. That's sixty five, the way it was drafted. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm not sure if the taxes were going to remain there, but certainly all the fees uh, were going to remain. Okay. There. Yeah, I don't know that it was described as a tax. It was just right. a seven percent. Well, fee, if you will. well, 65 allowed the Department of Health to apply a tax up to that 7%. Okay. 7%. okay. All right. Yeah, thanks for that clarification on that. So, all right, so what about zoning? That was a big issue, too. Zoning, the uh, uh, cultivators and processors can be in uh, areas that are zoned ag or industrial, yeah. and the rest in commercial uh, zones. Yeah. All right. And and so a city, though, has then, the option, right? Yeah. Then the, then the opt-out. I know that's your next question. Yeah. Um, uh, for the opt-out, um, first of all, upon passage, everybody is in. And then we have given the counties and municipalities the unilateral authority to opt out within 90 days of uh, the program. And uh, so sometime within that period, if they choose to opt out, they'll need to uh, make notice to the public, uh, let them know they're going to have a meeting, and they can do that at one of their board meetings. If they do opt out, then the citizens have an opportunity to opt back in through a referendum process, uh, which would require 1,500 signatures or 20% uh, signatures of the voting population, whichever is less. Gotcha. Can you hang around with us? A couple more questions? Yes, sir. We got okay. Senator Kevin Blackwell in the studio talking about medical marijuana. Stay with us. Middays will return.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 88. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 66. Your Tuesday, partly sunny conditions, a 40% chance of rain, high near 87. For your Wednesday, partly sunny skies, a 60% chance of rain, high near 87. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Physical therapy and balance spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L wants to help you fight the fall. They are offering a free over-the-phone fall assessment screening. Now through the end of October, the assessment will be able to determine your potential fall risk. Physical of Jackson understands the importance of good balance for independent living and want you to be able to love your life. Call Physical of Jackson at 601-487-2260 today for your free over-the-phone fall assessment screening. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High. Ready for fall? Callaway's has everything you need from beautiful fall color plants, pumpkins, and wheat straw to trees, shrubs, soils, and mulches. Callaway's has just received another huge shipment of ceramic pots, all sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South. We offer bulk soils for do-it-yourself projects. Callaway's offers landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Catch Madison Central Jaguar football right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3 each Friday night during the season. Brought to you in part by List for Less. Go to buyhomeswithsusan.com. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Five-pound large Gulf shrimp special, $29.95. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go. Welcome back, everyone. Middays with Gerard and Rhino. We're coming at you on this 
Monday, we've got Senator Kevin Blackwell in the studio. He represents DeSoto and Marshall County. He chairs the Senate Medicaid Committee, but most recently, he's been heads down working on this medical marijuana legislation, along with Lee Yancey over there in the House of Representatives. So we were talking about the, the zoning situation. Explain that again for our audience, what the, those provisions entail. With the uh, cultivators and the processors, they'd be zoned in uh, ag or industrial locations, and the other uh uh, companies would be in commercials areas. Yeah, and there's some distance that we put between the uh, dispensaries and churches and uh, schools and daycares and things of that nature. Of I think it's a thousand uh, feet, and then there's uh, also fifteen hundred feet between dispensaries, so that they're not all clustered in one part of town or all all in one strip mall. So. Uh, with respect to a, uh, a municipality, they have 60 days from passage of the legislation. Right? Ninety days. Ninety days. I don't right. know where we got 60. Well, from. it was originally 60 days for several versions of the draft, okay. and then at, at the end we uh, ended up moving it to 90 to days. 90. Okay, mm-hmm. and that, so that would be something that the, the municipal government would would essentially enact. Is that right? That, that's correct. Yeah. They could uh, unilaterally opt out if they so choose within that 90-day period. Okay. And then the people, the citizens of that municipality, then have the option of initiating a referendum to essentially reverse that, that's, repeal it. That's correct. And if it passes, it, they're, they're, it's, they're in. Yeah. If it does not pass, they'll have to wait two years, two years. To, to do another referendum. Gotcha. So are you hearing any rumblings that you can share with us on that, now that it looks like we're probably going to get a program? Have you heard any municipalities say, yeah, we're going to opt out of this thing right off the bat? I have not heard from any municipality. No, okay. Sir. All right. So so I, that's an interesting approach to that. Is there uh, – I probably know the answer to this, but is there a reason why the legislature, you guys decided to, to insert that sort of opt-out provision in the bill? Well, we thought that uh, there might be some consideration from some folks who may not want to participate. They have philosophical uh, differences. So we had met with the MML. Uh, That was a request that came from them. So we decided to uh, honor it. Um, When you take a look at the uh, vote, though, out of, uh, I think we have 1,776 precincts, uh, only nine opted out of uh, 65 or 65A. Yeah. So that, that's that's not many in the state. So if I were a um, municipal uh, official, I, I might take a look at how, how the, my people vote. Yeah, I understand. Got it. Well, all right. And then we talked about the tax provisions. What are we missing here? What else we need to talk about that uh, is, is worth noting with respect to how the sausage was made here? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how well, else to describe it. I mean, <laughs> I'd have to get Senator Polk to help me with that. The, um, we tried to be as um, do the best we could to make this a medical bill. Yeah. And one of the things that uh, you know Oklahoma had a lot of criticism for was how open it seemed. Um, so when we started drafting ours, we wanted to make sure that the patient and had a bona fide re- relationship with their provider. Yeah. In uh, Oklahoma, they got billboards that say, uh, you know, call this number, you had, or go on the internet, 
answer a few questions. It's like a, a, a erectile dysfunction medication. Just answer something. We'll get a doctor somewhere to certify you. Uh, we don't want that here. So you have to go in to see a provider. And the providers are physicians, nurse practitioners, advanced nurse practitioners, uh, uh, physicians assistants, and optometrists are yeah. the folks that can uh, certify you. Uh, you have to go in. They have to do a, a history on you. They have to also include your mental history. Uh, you have to do a follow-up visit within six months to see the efficacy of the use of uh, cannabis. So, again, we try to... Um, make this as as close to tr- truly medical as we could gotcha so um yeah what about with respect to zoning what what was the uh, latest uh with respect to the distance that a dispensary a treatment center can be from schools churches etc that, that's a Each thousand other. a thousand feet thousand feet between that and then a thousand uh, 1500 feet from each dispensary okay so it's not to have like a concentration of that's them right in an, in an area like that so i want to say that those are some details that were not included in oklahoma's bill is that right I, I don't know about yeah. Oklahoma's bill. So. I just know they've got like way more than they ever thought, and uh, that I think they had a little regret on that. Some of folks did. Well, we don't Oklahoma. we don't have a cap on our licenses. Okay, but, but um, so we're going to let the market play out. Okay, okay. Well, that's interesting. So, all right. Uh, when would, well, the question is when will this go into effect? It depends on when it gets signed by the governor. Yes, right? sir. It'll go go into effect upon passage. Yeah. So if if uh, you guys get together, say next week, it um, maybe only take a day or two. It, it should take only a day or two. We, uh, we I know we've talked to our side. Uh, we have the votes. I believe the House has spoken to their membership. They yeah. have the votes. So hmm. there still may be a little, uh, few things we're tweaking. Uh, but as far as the major issues, I think we're pretty much settled on. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, that you guys were able to to work it out because I think for a while there it was kind of some tough going. Looked like there were uh, folks were at odds and couldn't really come up with something that uh, could get a consensus, at least to the extent that it could pass. But the governor said, "I ain't calling session until we got the votes," and I certainly uh, don't think that's a bad approach there. I think that's no. the prudent thing to do. We don't want to spend money if we're not going to get anything done. So, but all right. Well, we'll stay tuned for that. I got to ask you while you're here about uh, another big issue that is likely to be taken up again in the next session, and that is the Speaker's tax bill and tax reform. As you know, he uh, – I shouldn't say he, but hearings were conducted uh, three weeks or so ago down at the Capitol. Senator Harkins over on the Senate side, uh, he pledged back in the session when the bill came over from the House, hey, we're not, we're not really where we're comfortable passing this thing. We need to know more about it. We're going to have some hearings and do some investigation and data gathering. He did that. I was honored to have the opportunity to testify uh, as well down at that's two days. So right now we've got a bill to pass the House. It looks like the House is overwhelmingly in favor of it. Not really sure where the Senate or the lieutenant governor stand at this point. What are your thoughts on that, Senator? Well, I'm not on the Finance Committee, yeah. nor was I uh, on the Special Committee to take a look at the uh, tax uh, package. Uh, conceptually, I like the idea. Uh, how we get there is a, a whole, whole other matter. <laughs> I'm a little concerned about... Uh, taking basically what's essentially $2 billion of our revenue and eliminating it, um, 
not being sure where we're going to how we're going to replace that. Yeah, and uh, you know every every day there's another agency wanting more money. Everybody's talking about more money. We're trying to give the teachers another pay raise. We certainly want to be able to get them up to the uh, at least the average of the the mid south uh, level. But there's a whole host of other folks that uh, also we need to t- take a look at their rate uh, salaries and raise them. So yeah, it, uh, it it's an interesting concept. Uh, again, uh, uh, conceptually, I like the idea of eliminating the tax. But uh, how are we going to generate the revenue to support the state? Yeah, the governor actually said that uh, when I interviewed him at the show, <coughs> excuse me, the Shelby County Fair, he indicated that a teacher pay raise was a top. A legislative priority mm-hmm. for him, and he was looking at three thousand dollars over three years. And as you are well aware, that that cost about fifty million dollars per thousand dollar raise. Right. When you look at all the pers and all the other burden associated with pay uh, and, pay increases, and, that, and that's an ongoing expense. Yeah. It's a, it's not a one time. Yeah. So um, you know you got that going on. That, that costs money, and as you said, that is a recurring expense. And then you've got uh, the push to eliminate taxes, which is uh, p- potentially eliminating some revenue. So we've, so we've sort of got some, some uh, I guess, diametrically op- opposed matters going on, and that's what you guys will have to get together and, and work out. Uh, but I, I'm glad to hear you certainly agree with the, the concept of it. And again, the devil's in the details, and I know you guys will be back in session here pretty soon. Won't be long. I know. We've got about a minute left. What else is on your uh, your high priority list there coming up? Just uh, hoping Ole Miss beats Alabama this year. <laughs> I'm all for that too, Senator. <laughs> that sounds good. All right. Well, we got to get you back on and talk about Medicaid stuff here pretty soon as well. All right, so. We will be having some hearings this summer uh, or this fall now yeah. on that on good. Medicaid. Look forward to that, Senator. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you, sir. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Yep. We'll be right back here with midday. Stay with us. No drip roofing and construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified, certainteed shingle installer, family owned and operated for over 20 years here in the Metro. No drip roofing and construction. 601-371-1051. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. If you work in the manufacturing world, Ace Bolt and Screw would like the opportunity to earn your business. Ace Bolt and Screw has been Mississippi family owned and operated for more than 50 years. They specialize in vendor managed inventory and they're ISO certified. Ace Bolt and Screw services and delivers fasteners for small, medium, and large scale industrial operations across the country. Visit acebolt.net to learn more or call 601 355 3448. Discover vendor managed inventory by Ace Bolt and Screw today. 
Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies, ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home, because we hate termites more than you do. Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland has your answers for urinary issues. The Incella treatment option for urinary leakage is your solution. Sit down comfortably, remain fully clothed, and get rid of incontinence problems. If you have 10 minutes to spare and think this treatment option could change your life, call Innovative Health Clinic today to set up a free appointment, 601-944-5585, or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. There could be a special session on medical marijuana as soon as this Friday, according to Representative Lee Yancey. I think they asked for it to be called October 1st, which would be this Friday, but that's totally at the discretion of the governor. Agriculture Commissioner Andy Gibson will have a press conference at 1.30 this afternoon. He wants to discuss his concerns about the role the department would play under the legislation as it's drafted in contrast to what voters approved under Initiative 65. President Biden's agenda faces a critical week in Congress as the House begins debating a trillion-dollar infrastructure measure today. Jared Halperin with Fox has more. The bill already won bipartisan support in the Senate, but it faces an uncertain future in the House. Speaker Nancy Pelosi announced that vote will be Thursday, but dozens of progressive Democrats are threatening to withhold support unless a larger $3.5 trillion spending bill is first approved. I'm Kelly Bennett. Hey, this is Stephen with Americans for Prosperity, Mississippi. Do you know how your legislators really voted on the issues that impact you and your family every day? Often, our elected officials campaign on defending your rights and liberties, yet they vote for special interest and irresponsible policies. See how your legislators voted at scorecardms.com to hold them accountable and encourage them to continue advancing the cause of liberty in Mississippi. Paid for by Americans for Prosperity. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed Par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay and play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tea time. 
Mississippi News doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state, from stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports, your Mississippi news, all the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go. Welcome back, everyone. Midday's a little Iron Maiden bumping us into this segment. From their new album. New album? Yeah, it just came out about a month ago. Wow. Still, Still rocking. How about that? That is very cool. So, Michael in Brookhaven says, this is too complicated, just legalize it, referring to medical marijuana. Uh, let's see, Ben from Madison, 15 bucks an ounce between processor and grower is crazy high. No pun intended. No way they are selling an ounce 300 bucks between those entities. I understand the legislature wants to tax money, but that amount is way too much. Just my opinion. Well, you know, you've seen, Rhino, the, the opinions on taxation of medical marijuana range from zero to tax the ever-loving hell out of it. It'll rain billions upon billions down in the state. (laughs) Happy days are here again. No, that's just not true. And, you know, it does seem like there's a bit of a conflict, though. If truly this is for medicinal purposes, why do we tax this but not medicine? Prescription medicine, which this would be, right? Yeah, it's it's sticky because, I mean, you go to the pharmacy and grab a bottle of Tylenol over the counter, you're going to pay taxes on it. Yeah. But if you go to the doctor and they prescribe you that 800-milligram ibuprofen that's prescription only, you don't pay taxes on it. Yeah. Which I guess I should have used Advil instead of Tylenol because you can buy the 200-milligram ibuprofen over the counter and pay taxes, but you get prescribed the 800-milligram and you don't pay taxes. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a complex debate. Uh, for sure, and I, I just point that out because it just seems to be a bit of a of a conflict. I'm not sure where I land on that. Uh, you know, honestly, my I, I tend to to lean towards the concept of starving the beast. I, I'm certainly uh, clear-eyed to the fact that we do need some form of government and the government does need some revenue to perform the minimum basic services i believe government should be engaged in so that's a and then the question is okay well how do you raise that minimum or the revenue required to to um, provide those functions and those services <clears throat> that's just a question I, i'm not i'm not in the camp that says 
Well, you know, if we're going to legalize marijuana and people are going to go get dope, we just got to tax them for that. I'm not in that camp. I, I don't. I don't see that as the justification for it. I could see it justified being taxed at a higher rate if it were legalized recreationally. Agree. Because then you put it in the category of a vice like alcohol or tobacco, which have pretty high taxes on them. And there's some health consequences of that. So I, I, you know, I, but I also I, do see where they're coming from. That if it is, it is, if it is a prescription, it should be tax free. Yeah. Right. It's kind of where I am. Brian from Louisville says, I missed the first part. Did they discuss pricing for private growers for their personal use, medical use only? I don't know that we talked about that or that the senator mentioned that. So I'm not sure, Brian. Uh, Let's see. Oh, by the way, Chris and Summit said that the situation with Kamala... That view that was bizarre, folks. If you haven't seen the video of that, where you got Joe uh, Joy Bahar hosting the show and two other co-hosts, young ladies, and the producer just comes out and says, "You got to get out of here," or something to that effect. It's just kind of bizarre. And then, okay, well, we got the vice president coming up next. Nope, not coming on. And then they switch to a Zoom deal. Chris and Summit says it was all to keep her from having to talk for an hour. You mean giggle for an hour, <laughs> Chris. It's more just giggling. Vice President Giggler. Oh, uh, gosh. Jason, he expresses his uh, viewpoint on medical marijuana. Y'all don't want this stuff legalized. The medical MJ program here is a joke. And Jason is in where Arizona. Is Arizona, right. Uh, but wasn't fully recreational yet. Still, every kid over 18 and every gathering of note was smoking that crap. Honestly, Jason, I think that's happening now. I mean, I don't think, maybe not to that extent, but let's just safely say it's available in every school in the state, in the parking lots, in the halls, at events where they gather. It's pretty widely available. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah. Uh, So I would say for especially 18 to 21-year-olds, it is more readily available than alcohol or tobacco. I would agree with you. Because you're not having to go to a store and show an ID. Yeah, there's there's an established black market for it, whereas the, the black markets for alcohol and or tobacco are virtually non-existent at this point. Yeah. Brandon from Corinth wanted to know about the fees to start up a dispensary. That would be like the one-time fees. Some states were making it to where only rich people could afford the fees and licenses. Oh, yeah. Some states, it's as high as fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 to get a license to cultivate it. Wow. Which makes it to where blue-collar people that government says they care so much about can't actually engage in the business. Fair enough. And I'm not sure where they landed. I apologize for not asking the senator that. We may have to do a little research to figure out what the fee structure From what I understand, like. they're still hammering out yeah. the details. I think that's right, too. So, and, he, and he did say that. So, And that's what they'll do when they get together. But, you know, they're having discussions about that, all that behind the scenes. So there might be uh, some adjustments here and there. But... Um, Paula Meridian says exactly you can get it everywhere now. To compete with the streets, $300 ain't going to win. Hmm. 
Yeah, to be specific, folks smoking it on Main Street. I'm not talking about kids in the woods someplace. I see a lot of that now. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I what I guess you'll probably see maybe maybe separate matters and separate ordinances and rules about public smoking of it. You've got to think that's probably on the horizon, if not already, or something that will be embedded in the final legislation. Not sure. I do know that the ability to smoke was included. That was a controversial issue, and I think the draft, as it stands right now, does incorporate that, does allow that, my understanding. So it's what you saw, too, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if they used the word smoke, but I do know they, they were talking about inhalation. Okay. Because one of the arguments was that it can be provided in a a vaping device or a, what is the word I'm looking for it's not nebulizer but it 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 doesn't burn it so you're not inhaling the other molecules in the the, the marijuana but it burns it at a temperature that releases the cannabinoids so you can still inhale the cannabinoids without technically smoking it yeah uh, which is, I don't know. I, I want to say the word smoking was maybe, maybe that was just a reporter's interpretation of that sort of legal language that that uh, you're expressing there. Maybe that's the right atomizer from the six six two on the ceasefire yeah, yeah. text line. That's right. Thanks for that. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So uh, in, interesting. You can't say black market says Jack and Brandon. Yeah, probably can't. You get canceled for that, I'm sure. Oh, gosh. You know, we uh, always try to keep folks, as you know, Rhino, up to date on the wokeification of uh, America, especially when it comes to, I'm intrigued by the private sector initiatives in that regard. By the way, i got to interrupt. Just watching... Uh, Markle and the Prince there, you see him out there lecturing folks about getting vaccinated and green and all that garbage and equity. They're basically what they're saying is let's take all the vaccine and send it abroad and take care of those nations, the poorer nations, and and do that at our expense. Now, these are people, if she's wearing like a $5,000 dress and about $40,000 worth of jewelry, is it just me that really detests getting lectured about equity and economic fairness from people who are gazillionaires? Why is it always them? That just bothers me. When we come back, we got a break right here. Rhino's got a giveaway. And I got to tell you folks about CVS, you know, the pharmacy people. <laughs> They've gone super woke. I'm not kidding you. I don't know why CBS, but wait to hear what we got to say about that. Also, a payroll tax exemption for journalists is embedded in Biden's bill, budget bill. I kid you not, for journalists. We'll talk about that and the possibility of a government shutdown coming. We'll be right back.
dotted line. Touchdown! That's right. You'll always score big when you shop your home team, Ridgeland Mitsubishi. You'll feel like you just scored a touchdown with the deals you'll get on every new Mitsubishi in stock. We have the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander in stock right now with super low 1.9% APR for 60 months. That's right. 1.9% financing for 60 months on new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlanders. This will save you thousands in finance charges alone and get a free 55-inch TV on us. Bring in your current vehicle and we'll buy it at the best possible price no matter its condition. Worried about your credit? Don't stress. We, we say, say yes. yes. Bad credit, you're approved. No credit, you're approved. Our team of credit specialists are here to serve you and understand that not everyone is perfect. So come score big with your home team where you're approved. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. With the credit, see dealer for details. Family. They're definitely family in that clinic. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just, and every time I go in, it's just like, they're so nice and they just, they're just so compassionate. It seems silly to say that it was a pleasure, but it really was. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by Trust Care, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. This is a midday agri-market report. The aftermath of Hurricane Ida continues to affect the U.S. corn and soybean exports, causing more than a half billion dollars in damage to Louisiana agriculture. However, fuel prices have remained steady despite refining disruptions in the Gulf of Mexico. More than three weeks since the hurricane hit major Gulf of Mexico oil production, Fuel price impacts remain minimal. Diesel prices, just as the hurricane hit at the end of August, averaged 3.28 a gallon. AAA this week puts the average price at 3.30 a gallon. Still, for producers using high volumes of diesel fuel at harvest, diesel price is 88 cents higher than a year ago. Gasoline prices this week dropped one penny to 3.18 a gallon, according to AAA. As domestic gasoline stocks rose by three and a half million barrels last week, the price dropped occurred while 15% of crude production in the Gulf of Mexico remains shuttered from Ida and Nicholas, according to AAA. I'm Dixon Williams of Supertalk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Hello, Archie Manning here. When you grow up in a town like Drew, you understand once a Mississippian, always a Mississippian. I love this place and care about what happens here. Our doctors are telling us 95% of new hospital patients who have COVID did not get vaccinated. We know the vaccine works, but only if you get it. It's easy and it works. Please get vaccinated, my friends, and stay healthy. Sponsored by Delta Health Alliance. Go to getyourshotms.org. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.com. 
This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Are we going to do this? Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Middays with Gerard. Rhino in the studio. Rhino, a giveaway. Oh, yeah, we got the Sanderson Farms Championship this week. The PGA is in the Magnolia State, and now is your chance to win a pair of tickets to one of the premier golf tournaments in the South. All you got to do is be lucky number 13 to text into the C Spire text line. That number is 601 879 4395. Be the 13th person to text in with the word Sanderson, and you'll win a pair of tickets to go check out the PGA Tour at the Sanderson Farms Championship this weekend. There you go. So, uh, you know, I promised that I'd give you an update on a woke update. We still got to find some theme music for a woke update. Uh, this one's CBS, which this ain't the first time they've made our <laughs> our woke Hall of Fame here on middays, but you see now they are spending an enormous amount of money on some woke training. They're sending their staff away, and they have to make a personal commitment, by the way, to mitigate bias. And they're sending their staff away. For some training, it's a combination of in-house and and uh, remote training, but they have to take action. This is for their leaders, by the way. Social justice and equity behaviors. They have to source, focus on sourcing diverse talent, advancing diverse talent, and retaining diverse talent. In other words, the color of your skin, your sexual orientation. Your gender, etc., those are all the most critical elements in terms of your career at this company. Not your value to the organization, not your work performance. Heavens, no. You've got to reflect, by the way, on your privilege and examples of privilege according to this company, CVS. The giant pharmacy retailer. With the really long receipts. Yes. They include privilege, celebrating Christmas, having a name that is easy to pronounce, feeling safe in your neighborhood at night, and feeling confident in your leadership style. These must be acknowledged by CVS leadership as elements of white privilege. Celebrating Christmas, that's privilege. 
They're spending $600 million to address racial inequality. So you know those prescriptions and all that stuff you buy in the CVS? Just take comfort in knowing a chunk of it is going to advancing the cause of inequality. In the meantime, hats off here to Senator Marco Rubio from the great state of Florida. He is, has drafted a bill which would allow shareholders more power in fighting back against the woke spending and initiatives in the companies in which they own stock and bonds. That if you're going to spend all this money on this and you're not producing any return for the shareholders, you're liable for it. I love it. I think this is great. I uh, will tell you folks that I have signed on as a shareholder to a major American corporation that is heavily engaged in this woke stuff. I have signed on to a class action lawsuit. I have. Joining some other shareholders. Going after this company for focusing on this garbage instead of, oh, I don't know, delivering societal value to make a damn profit. That's what you're all about. And guess what? When you do that, you can hire more. You can pay more. You can invest more in stuff that makes people more prosperous, a better quality of life. Not saying, I'm so sorry that I celebrate Christmas. I'm so sorry my name is easy to pronounce. This is nonsense. Folks, also, and I'm going to talk about this tomorrow, embedded, I was telling Rhino about this off the air, embedded in this giant $3.5 trillion, really $7 trillion budget bill, is tree equity. Because the left has determined that the poorer areas of our countries don't have enough shade, don't have enough trees. So they've got a huge amount of money for tree equity. How about this one? Gender resource centers for the elderly. In case you're still confused as an old person about your gender, I kid you not. We're out of time here on Middays as Rhino Potter's that. We'll come back with Mississippi Outdoors Radio. Stay with us. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. President Biden's getting his coronavirus vaccine booster shot today at the White House and urging others to do the same or get vaccinated in the first place. The CDC says 64.7% of the U.S. population 12 years of age and older are fully vaccinated against COVID 19. In the past week, the U.S. has added more than 837,000 new COVID-19 cases and 13,911 more deaths from the virus. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. John Hinckley Jr., the man who shot President Reagan in 1981, is approved for unconditional release next June if he's still found to be mentally stable. He's been free but living under government supervision. The development of a social media platform for kids is put on hold by Facebook. They're pausing Instagram kids in order to collect feedback from parents, experts, and policymakers. The Facebook-owned company says the kid-friendly app is a good idea because Instagram kids will let parents supervise and control the experience. Fox's Carly Shimkus. America's listening to Fox News. 
As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. There could be a special session on medical marijuana as soon as this Friday, according to Representative Lee Yancey, but that's totally at the discretion of the governor. For three entire months, almost 90 days, I have read and looked and watched YouTube videos and studied other bills. Uh, I'm sick of medical marijuana, but I know that there are people who are sick who need medical medical marijuana, and so that's why I'm still working on this. Agriculture Commissioner Andy Gibson will hold a press conference at 1.30 this afternoon. He wants to talk about his concerns about the role of the department under the legislation as it's drafted, in contrast to what voters approved under Initiative 65. The body of a missing two-year-old from Louisiana was found this weekend in Hancock County. Nevia Allen was reported missing Friday. Her stepfather, Philip Gardner, has been arrested and charged with unlawful disposal of remains and obstruction of justice. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. What is Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation's Child Saver Program? Well, sadly, car accidents are the leading cause of death for children under five. Mississippi law requires children under the age of four to be protected by child passenger restraint devices and children under the age of seven in a booster seat. With the Child Saver Program, Farm Bureau provides members the chance to order car and booster seats at a discount. Because when Mississippi thrives, we all thrive. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. COVID vaccination rates in Mississippi are improving. State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs breaks down the data. We know that our African-American Mississippians are more vaccinated than uh, their white counterparts. And our African-American immunization rate is 33% higher than the national rate. If we look at Mississippians 65 and older, we can see that significantly more uh, black Mississippians are fully vaccinated compared to white Mississippians. The highest rate of vaccinations is among the Asian community. The CDC is expanding the list of those who should get a booster dose of the Pfizer vaccine. They'd already recommended a third dose for the elderly and immunocompromised. They've now added those in high-risk working and institutional settings. Nobody claimed the Powerball jackpot over the weekend, so it's rising. For tonight's drawing, the jackpot stands at $545 million. The Mega Millions jackpot for tomorrow is worth $22 million, and the Mississippi Match 5 is at $85,000. i am Kelly Bennett. 
How old is Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation? Next year we'll be celebrating our 100th anniversary. Since 1922, our purpose has been to provide a unified voice for Mississippi farmers in the legislative arena and serve as a leader in the state's agricultural community. After a century, we remain as committed as we were day one. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Get ready for the Mighty Roots Music Festival, October 1st and 2nd on historic Stovall Farms in Clarksdale, Mississippi, presented by Wade Incorporated. Musical appearances by Deer Tick, Keller Williams, Mystic Bowie's Talking Dreads, Radney Foster, and more. Campsites available, food trucks, vendors, and late-night music till 2 a.m. For tickets and more information, MightyRootsMusicFestival.com. Sponsored by Visit Mississippi and Visit Clarksdale. Come on and make your plans to spend the weekend with us at Mighty Roots Music Festival. All the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Welcome to Mississippi Outdoors Radio here on Middays in the studio. Major Chris Reed, of course, Adam Butler, wildlife biologist, and uh, joining us later on in the show in the second segment, Dr. Bronson Strickland. He's a St. John Family Endowed Professor of Wildlife Management in the College of Forest Resources at Mississippi State. You know, that's where I was Friday, Mississippi State. Did a remote up there. That's startful. Wonderful place. Except they gave me a ticket. They gave you a ticket? A parking ticket. A parking <laughs> ticket? No. <laughs> they did while I was interviewing the mayor. <laughs> Starkville or the. Or, uh, Starkville did. Uh, yeah. Well. I sparked on Main Street there. I didn't know it was a two hour time limit. And the show's three hours. Just had to put another quarter in the machine. <laughs> There's no machine. That's just it's just two hour free parking. You just got to leave. Yeah. Come back. Yeah, I reckon so. Make a loop and get back in your spot. <laughs> It's hard to do when funny, you're... honestly. Hmm. So you were Hello, interviewing the mayor when this Well, she was a guest on the show. Enjoyed interviewing the mayor. Sounds honestly. like you got some but at the time there, that Gerard. I got the yeah, yeah, at the time I got the ticket was the exact time roughly that I was conducting. Might have been a breaking news segment in your interview <laughs> with the mayor. Oh man, it was uh, a lot of fun up there. Beautiful day. The uh the it game was. the next day, it didn't quite go your way though. No. You know, we well, we can leave that for other people. Well, to talk you know, about. <clears throat> it allowed people to work diligently that afternoon in their outdoor <laughs> habits <laughs> to work off some anger and boys. Boy, yeah, is that ever looking at the bright side there? You right? always got to do that, I think. <laughs> yeah, when you're yeah. A fan of you know, Mississippi athletics. I like that. Go get on the tractor and just put it behind you. Disc up the dirt and get Disc it out up your the aggression. dirt. Beautiful you know, weather, though. Huh? It is beautiful weather. Yeah. You know, it's getting it's getting a little dry in places. I know we mm-hmm. got a little rain in the yeah. forecast. It's like it never fails every year. You know, we like the. How many times this year have we been on this radio program and talked about how wet it was and mm-hmm. how it's raining every other right. day, 
and we get we get all the way here to the the, the food plot planning time, and yeah, water just cuts off. Happens every year. I guess we are going to get a little rain this week, maybe. Well, I think a little front's coming through. Maybe, yeah. maybe drop a little on. Well, you know, it's getting dry though. Our fisheries biologist, you know, one time told me that you know we do a lot of our state lake work and and. Uh, Maintenance and whatever the case may be during this time of year because it's the driest part of the year. Right, right, right. And uh, it's also the time that the hunters are out pressing and scratching their heads and trying to get seed in the ground for the deer in November. And, you know, it, it may be a minute. It's always that angst that comes with planting now and it may not rain for two weeks. It's dry. Like it is dried up super quick. Yep. Yeah. Gotcha. It is dry. You can tell. And of course, the leaves are starting to fall as well, just because it's that time of year. Yeah. So those trees that start dropping leaves early, they're they're doing it now. Oh yeah, fall is in the air. It's 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 on us. The yeah. Acorns, acorns, acorns hitting the ground here and there. All right. Deer season Friday. You deer deer will be hitting the ground on Friday. It's gonna be a hot one. Yeah. Hmm. Not too bad, but could be worse. Eighties. Mm. It's gonna be upper eighties, <clears throat> and and I have progressed in life to the point where it is not my cup of tea. You give them that that, that opener if it's. I went um, a few years back. You know, I worked out my schedule. where I worked that morning and did a little. We got off early and went that afternoon. It was like eighty eight degrees for the opener, and I've been when it was like ninety three before. And I'm in a climber. And I'm sitting up there, and I get situated, and I'm just sopping wet with sweat. Mosquitoes. And I hang my bow up, and I I wanted to throw it through the woods. And I'm asked, I said, what are, what are you doing here? Why? It's hot. It's miserable. It and then hot. it gets close to dark, and a, and a deer comes walking through a doe, and I'm like, I don't feel like fooling with it. And then, I, you know, I debate myself in the stand. You know, your right shoulder talks to your left shoulder or whatever, and... So you sat out here for three hours sweating. I mean, you're not going <laughs> to harvest a deer? What are you out here for? So I did, and uh, and then I was regretting. Anyway, go hunting. Get after go it. Hunting. Take your thermosail. <laughs> yeah. The good thing, though, you know, that with bow season, I mean, those first couple of weeks, they're still in that sort of naive yeah. late summer, early fall pattern. I mean, it's a good time, you know, if you're going to do it, even, you know, weather notwithstanding. Right. It's a it's a good time you, that, to be in the woods this first couple of the weeks. The first couple of weeks before, you know, middle of November, end of November is, is about your best shot, you know, so, so get after it and maybe it'll be a cool front come through. Hmm. I'm looking at it. You are right. 88. Wow. Friday. Yeah, I'm out. Wow. <laughs> You're out. No, I ain't going. Period. We got no. <laughs> You're out. You're out. So we got that. Um Squirrel season also kicks off Friday. You know, October the first is is it? It really is this official kickoff to, I know, to all the big major hunting seasons. Doesn't feel like it, but it but it is. Um, so it's upon us. Yeah, deer and, season is upon us. And uh, how long does that last? Well, you know, archery. I guess technically you can hunt. Through, you can hunt with your bow season. all the way through. Yeah. You know, you yeah. hunt with your bow all the way to January, and then we get, you know, early part of uh, November. We're gonna have a um, the antlerless primitive weapon season, and then um, regular deer gun season opens on the Saturday before Thanksgiving, which this year is going to be the twentieth. So November the twentieth. Yeah. You know that's when 
that's when everybody will will take to the woods but i tell you i mean it's not you know years ago you know there archery season was was not as uh, as big a deal as it is now i mean it's you know a lot of lot more people bow hunt now than there might would have been 20 25 years ago so hmm. it's it's not as big an opener as that gun season but not far from it hmm. are you seeing more young people start to get into uh, archery hunting um with the introduction question, yeah. of crossbows i would say yes uh you know because crossbows for a number of years you had to have a medical handicap or disability and, and be approved by your doctor to be able to use a crossbow during archery season and then we allowed it to be used as archery tackle you know you could use the crossbow it's for traditional archery equipment or the compound and uh it's it it allows more kids to get out there you know because it's similar to shooting a gun you don't have to have the strength to pull the bow back you just you can sit it there and get in a ground blind and which is nice to conceal a young kid's you know activities during a hunt and and they're accurate and and uh it allows kids to participate you know, because if you take a kid bow hunting back, you know, when I was a kid or you were a kid, and your your parents were like, "Yeah, just come sit with me in this ladder stand next to me," and there was nothing like it was kind of meh. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't any, like it was there was no electronics back yeah. then, so it was just throw stuff at at the tree next to you. But I think um, some kids have come along with the with the. I'm at a loss now. What's it? What is it? The um, talking about the bows? Yeah, the um, crossbow. Yeah, crossbow. Good thing of the word. Yeah, they're a so, lot more sophisticated than they used to be. They are. Yeah, and they're uh, complex they're little accurate. devices, aren't they? Way out. Right. Well, and one thing too, Gerard, that you see, um, you know, hunting in general is is declining. Our license sales are declining. The number of people participating in hunting is declining. But there's a little bit. I mean, that's true generally across the board that there's fewer people hunting today than there were fewer people getting into it you see those trends which are all alarming trends to us because hunting license sales fund so much of conservation but what but within that though what you see is the people that are continuing to hunt or the people that are hunting now are more um we'll say hardcore hardcore is not the right word but they're not you know the lukewarm people that that may have you know 40 years ago hunted a couple of times a year with the family just as a yeah. cultural tradition sort of thing a lot of those people are not in it anymore and now the people that are left are really serious avid hunters and so you you see that group taking up a lot more um let's say diversified forms of hunting like archery and mm-hmm. stuff like that so um you know overall license sales are declining both in mississippi and nationally uh, although that has changed in the last year with with COVID, there's been a lot of people get back into a lot of those outdoor things. Um, but the long-term trends are kind of a downward trend. But you do see, you know, stuff like archery, whereas it was a really small niche 30, mm-hmm. 40 years ago, it's much bigger proportionally now within yeah. the hunting community. Yeah, and so we talked about squirrel season too, right? Yeah, Coming yeah, up. yeah. So squirrel, that's uh, that's another one traditional opener on October first. Um, it's coming up this Friday, so big weekend ahead for, for all of those. Yep. All right. We'll take a break right here on Mississippi Outdoors Radio. I think we got Dr. Strickland coming up next. Do we know? Go talk deer and all about that stuff. Stay with us. We'll be right back. 
I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture, inviting you to the 162nd Mississippi State Fair in Jackson, October 6th through 17th. Enjoy a variety of family fun entertainment free with your fair admission. New to the fair this year, something you don't want to miss, the Extreme Bull Riding Fall Nationals and the Tri-State Rodeo. They're both coming to the State Fair. Buy your tickets today at Ticketmaster.com. Stop by the Coliseum box office. Follow us on Facebook for more information. Come on out to the Mississippi State Fair, October 6th through 17th. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? Quit wasting your time and get to Richland Mitsubishi. We are your pre-owned headquarters. Yep, you heard that right. We've got an amazing selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and more all waiting for you. With such a huge selection of pre-owned vehicles, we're sure to have something for every buyer and every budget. Looking for a truck or Jeep? We have them. In two-wheel drive, 4x4, diesel, every brand, every size, lifted and customized, we've got them. And don't forget about our amazing selection of Jeeps. We have Wranglers, Unlimited, Hardtops, Softtops, Lifted, and Kitted Jeeps for you to choose from. Plus, get a free 40-inch TV on us. Worried about past credit issues? Don't be. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Want to trade? Bring in your current vehicle, and we'll give you the best possible price for it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. What are you waiting for? Get to your pre-owned HQ, Richland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today, or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. See dealer for details with approved credit. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Five-pound large Gulf Shrimp Special, $29.95. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Hunting season is almost here, and to help you celebrate our favorite time of the year, we've just got in a huge selection of rifles and shotguns, as well as the ammo to go with them. Our gunsmithing department is offering fast turnaround on firearms that you meant to turn in long before now. The only problem I'm having is my wife, Jane. She got mad at me because I bought a new shotgun for dove season and hadn't said a word to me in two weeks. But, you know, the more I think about it, that's not such a bad thing after all. Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. What? What? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi.
Welcome back, everyone. Mississippi Outdoors Radio coming at you on middays. Uh, joining us now on the line, Dr. Bronson Strickland. He's a St. John Family Endowed Professor of Wildlife Management in the College of Forest Resources at Mississippi State. Good afternoon, Dr. Strickland. Thanks so much for joining us. Good afternoon, and I'm happy to be here. Yeah, man. So first thing i got to throw at you before we dig into it with deer season coming up, and I know that's a bit of a specialty for you, a listener, JB in the Delta, sent us a photo taken just a few days ago. It uh, is a night photo. looks like it's a couple of bucks walking out, and one of them has some rather large protrusions on the leg. It looks like um, the sort of the, I guess, would be the thigh area or where the leg is attached to the main part of the body. And I can see them on each leg. They look like probably an inch and a half, two inches in diameter, kind of dark in color. What do you think that is? Most likely, you know, I I would need to look at it to be 100% sure, sure, but most likely that is a, a fibroma called a a subcutaneous or cutaneous, excuse me, fibroma. And it's like the the deer's equivalent of a human getting a wart. And so it's uh, caused by a virus, Hmm. and uh, it it does not hurt the meat whatsoever. It is attached to the skin. And uh, my personal experience, the, the very first buck, the very first deer I ever harvested, I think when I was 16 years old, had several fibromas on its neck and shoulder and uh and consumed the meat and and everything's just fine but when you're skinning the deer and you peel the hide off you you will notice that that it's confined to the skin so it, it's not uh going to hurt the deer and it's not going to hurt you as a hunter to consume the meat hmm, good appreciate that great uh, great information and yeah certainly understand you'd have to see it but hopefully from the description that we conveyed uh, so I suspect that's something that's fairly common. It, 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 certainly if a deer contracts a, a virus that would cause something like that. Is that right? It, it is. Um, it, it's very common, let's say, on a county scale or statewide scale. And, and even over a hunter's lifetime, if they watch a lot of deer or if they run a lot of trail cameras, yeah. you are eventually going to see a deer with a fibroma. Okay. Uh, but. But I don't know the percentages. I don't know if it's 1% or half a percent. But, you know, every deer you see isn't going to have them. But if you watch deer long enough, you're certainly going to see them. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Appreciate that. All right, so what about hunters out there that are getting their food plots prepared? What sort of wisdom do you want to convey to them on that regard? in that regard? Yeah, you bet. Well, first first of all, we, we really support hunters doing this, uh, having food plots, we like to call them supplemental plantings, Mm -hmm. and it's mainly we like to emphasize you're supplementing your other deer management activities in terms of you're managing the habitat and you're managing the deer herd in terms of deer numbers and, and what you harvest. And we just try to make the point that deer management is not just food plots. It's a very important component, but you have to consider the other aspects as well. Uh, the first thing we like to emphasize is right out of the gate, what's your purpose? And this is important because in real practical terms, it, it can save you a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And what do I mean by that? What is your purpose? Is your purpose just to plan a food plot to facilitate seeing more deer during deer season? 
that's there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever then we would recommend a different food plot mix that would be cheaper if you just want to see more deer from october till january but but if you're the other side the other group of people yeah i want to see more deer of course but i also i'm trying to elevate the diet quality deer nutrition on my property we're going to have a more uh diverse mix of forages that's going to extend the the growing season window and the deer forage production window on into the springtime and even into early summer so first things first what are you trying to do am i just doing this to see deer or am i also trying to elevate deer nutrition on my property Hmm. yeah interesting and so it uh, it would seem like those two actually may be connected to some extent. Oh, that th- they certainly are. They certainly are. Um, yeah, but but what we want to do is really just extending the window, and, and very simply, you're doing this by adding uh, a clover or two to your mix so that you maximize the growth of forage. In the springtime, everybody that's on Mississippi highways, uh, whether it be 55 or 25, you're going to notice at the end of March and April, every year the crimson clover is going to bloom. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and so it, it's that time of year that's completely after deer season. So from a hunting perspective, that clover growing is not going to benefit you from a hunting perspective, but from a deer nutrition perspective, it's going to help you a lot. So mm-hmm. it's just adding forages to your mix that are going to mature after deer season to improve deer nutrition. I got you. So that it's just come a long way uh, from the early days or the old days, I guess, when the the old style food plots and and as you refer to it now as supplemental plantings. There's been some advances made in in this arena, have there not? There certainly has, but but at the same time, some of those uh, uh, maybe call them historic uh, deer forages yeah. are are just as good today. And and I would say if you were to to back it up, you know, thirty years, it was most likely you were planting wheat uh, or a white clover, hmm. and those are still fantastic deer forages today. Mm-hmm. But but we have a lot more different forages. Uh, that we can add now. So there are different types of clover that we can add to the mix. Again, have some different growth forms and maturation times. Uh, We also, the introduction of the brassicas is very common now. So that's going to be the rapes, the the radishes, and and things like that. Turnips, for example, those are very common food plot forages now. But but it's really... um, those three groups of plants are, are the most common. Gotcha. It's going to be a cereal grain, like wheat. It's going to be a clover, a white clover, red clover, crimson clover. And, and then it's also going to be a brassica. Yeah. That, that's a really good productive mix. Yeah, I guess I was just saying, and absolutely, I guess I was thinking in terms of the extent to which it seems like the, the an industry has kind of been highly commercialized and institutionalized around just this issue, just this aspect of hunting. Oh, 
absolutely. I mean, I, I don't know the the number of acres in Mississippi or the range of the whitetail that uh, uh, that are planted every yeah. year, but but I'm I'm sure it is significant. Man. All right. So, what about the importance of testing uh, the soil, and how how critical is that to making sure that whatever it is you plant grows and is is hardy and healthy? Yeah, you are really trying to determine. Uh, two things, and, and, and this is where the Extension Service and our soil scientists help. You're trying to determine, you know, what is the, the mineral and nutrient composition of the soil as it is, what are you going to plant, and the Extension Service is going to recommend the uh, type of amendments that, that you need to add. Mm-hmm. So very commonly, uh, in Mississippi, except for in a, a few regions, your, your pH is going to be low. And so you may think, so, you know, what's the big deal if my pH is 5.5 instead of 6.5? Well, it, it's going to limit production. You're not going to get as much yield from the plants and the money that you're investing in that food plot without increasing the, the pH. And there are a lot of plants uh, I think some people might be mistaken by, you know, I don't do anything I never got a soil test, and I go out and plant, you know, winter wheat or something like that, more than likely you're always going to get a stand. You're still going to see and have a, quote, green field. But what you don't typically know is that you're missing out on maybe double the amount of biomass that you could get and also the nutrient quality of those plants can be improved with proper liming and fertilization. Yeah, it, it's it's the cheapest eight dollars you're going to spend <laughs> relative to food plots is getting a soil test every two to three years. Gotcha. We're up against a break right here. We uh, we'll come back and talk some more to Dr. Bronson Strickland from the St. John Family Endowed. He is the St. John Family of Endowed Professor. Wildlife Management, College of Forest Resources, Mississippi State. And we've got uh, Chris Reed and Adam Butler in the studio as well. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 88. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 66. Your Tuesday, partly sunny conditions, a 40% chance of rain, high near 87. For your Wednesday, partly sunny skies, a 60% chance of rain, high near 87. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Catch Madison Central Jaguar football right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3 each Friday night during the season. Brought to you in part by Jersey Mike's on Highway 51 in Madison. 
At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick, GMC, or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing. My floors need unbuckling. My boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. Nothing says I love you like diamonds. And after the year we've all had, we're pulling the ones we love even closer, aren't we? Holding them a bit tighter. At Juniker Jewelry Company, love is what we do. And helping you tell her how amazing she really is, how you couldn't live without her. That's our passion. We're Mississippi's direct diamond importer, with 10 times the diamonds you'll see in average jewelry stores. And the largest inventory of gorgeous diamond jewelry in the state. From engagement rings and wedding bands. To diamond pendants and tennis bracelets. To our legendary diamond stud earrings. We have the perfect anniversary, birthday, or graduation gift for her at the guaranteed best prices in the state. But maybe the best reason of all is just because. Because you get to wake up next to her every day. And that makes you the lucky one. Come experience the most trusted name in jewelry for over 75 years now. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison and junikerjewelry.com. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. There could be a special session on medical marijuana as soon as this Friday, according to Representative Lee Yancey, but that's totally at the discretion of the governor. For three entire months, almost 90 days, I have read and looked and watched YouTube videos and studied other bills. Uh, I'm sick of medical marijuana, but I know that there are people who are sick who need medical medical marijuana, and so that's why I'm still working on this. Agriculture Commissioner Andy Gibson will hold a press conference at 1.30 this afternoon. He wants to talk about his concerns about the role of the department under the legislation as it's drafted, in contrast to what voters approved under Initiative 65. The body of a missing two-year-old from Louisiana was found this weekend in Hancock County. Nevia Allen was reported missing Friday. Her stepfather, Philip Gardner, has been arrested and charged with unlawful disposal of remains and obstruction of justice. Before your next trip into the great Mississippi outdoors, make sure you stop by your local Gateway Tire and Service Center, where we go the distance for you. No matter where the road takes you, Kenda has a tire designed for your journey, on the road, on the trail, or on the racetrack. You can count on Kenda quality. For the past 50 years, Kenda has been building a better tire for life's most demanding activities. Actually, they overbuilt them to ensure you succeed safely in everything you do. 
Stop by any Gateway Tire or Service Center near you for the largest selection of Kenda tires in Mississippi. While you're there, don't forget Gateway's ASE certified mechanics are trained to diagnose and repair your car or truck with honest customer service. Gateway Tire and Service Center offers lube, oil and filter changes, engine diagnostics, belts, hoses, brakes, wheel alignment, and of course, tires. Just like Kenda, designed for your journey. Gateway Tire and Service Center supports Mississippi Outdoors. And of course, we go the distance for you. Most people think there are just seven wonders of the modern world. But if you wake up with Super Talk, you know there are eight. The amount of information and entertainment Paul Gallo fits into one three-hour show is simply astounding. astounding. Amazing it is. News, weather, sports, and interviews with the movers, shakers, and playmakers. Experience the wonder of Gallo every morning on Super Talk Mississippi. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Mississippi Outdoors Radio on Middays. This is the time where each week we feature one of Mississippi's state parks. This week it's Trace State Park. That's in Belden, Mississippi. Trace State Park was formerly known as Old Natchez Trace Park when it opened in 1973 under the authority of the Tom Bigby River Valley Management District. They officially entered the state park system on July 1, 1985. This park consists of 2,545 acres, which includes a 565-acre lake. Trace Lake reopened August 2020 after needed repairs to the dam were completed. This lake is stocked with bass, catfish, bluegill, and crappie. Trace State Park offers 76 RV sites, 8 cabins, a picnic area, playground, fishing, disc golf, water skiing, 35 miles of trails, including equestrian, mountain bike, nature hiking, and ATV trails. For more information about this park, visit our website at www.mdwfp.com or by calling the park at 662-489-2958. You can purchase an annual park permit for $50 that gives you access to all the Mississippi State Parks for a full year. The manager up there in Belden is Josh Massey, 662-489-2958. That's Trace State Park. All right, we've got uh, Dr. Strickland uh, joining us on the line, talking about, uh, in the last segment, about food plots, supplemental plantings, etc. Dr. Strickland, you were guiding us through the best way to make sure you got good soil uh, to plant. Uh, but talk to us about the diversity of plantings and how deer respond differently to those plants. Yeah, you bet. Well, one thing we learned, we, we did a research project a couple years ago now, 
And just learning that deer are individuals, just like humans are, Hmm. in that uh, no two people like the exact same type of diet. And uh, a deer's diet, they may not be as diverse as human diet, but what we notice is that individual animals uh, will, will have different tastes, they'll have different preferences, and we also see this change throughout the year. And so we really push for uh, a diversity of forages. And this is also including managing your habitat. If you can manage your habitat to produce plants, broadleaf plants, we call them forbs, uh, if you're doing that and then supplementing your food plots where you have, for example, a cereal grain, one or two clovers, and maybe also brassicas in your mix, you are letting the deer choose and decide what it, what it wants. Now, this can also, that's from a, a deer management, deer biology side, uh, in terms of nutrition, it can also work to your advantage from a hunting standpoint in that if you're providing a diversity of forages on your property, you might get deer to focus on your property and stay on your property more often versus going on your neighbor. So there's some strategy in there as well. Yeah, makes makes perfect sense. So I guess often we we see these animals and they they don't talk, obviously. So we we can't tell what their preferences are by that, but we can certainly study their habits uh, in the environment and and uh, figure out what makes the most sense. So uh, those uh, hunters that are busy building out their food plots need to take that into consideration. Absolutely. I think it's one of the smartest things you can do. And then also think of it in terms of uh, there's always failures with food plots. And, you know, we're always at the September, October. Do we have too much rain? Are we not getting enough rain? Also think of it as maybe hedging your bets Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Is that if you put three or four or five species, I'm not recommending, you know, you, you plant 15 species, but if you plant several different species of, of forages, then you also kind of hedge your bets too. That more than likely, most of them are gonna are gonna germinate, grow, thrive, and then, and then deer are gonna utilize them. Yeah. Is is are any of these plantings perennial, and that they would return in the subsequent years? Yes. The the one that is most common is white clover. Okay. Uh, uh, Ladino clover, some people will call it. But yes, a white clover is perennial. If we were further north and west, alfalfa w- mm. would be another one of those that would be very common. But in the south, generally, uh, white clover is the most common perennial. It is not going to grow as well. That's where some people kind of uh, lose hope and, and think the, the plot's not going to make it. And what we the, the perennial clovers, they have two growth periods and that is the spring and the fall. During the summer, you may look at it, and there's not hardly any growth. It's really low to the ground. You think, well, it's failed. It's about to die. But it's really just kind of dormant during the hottest part of the year and also the coldest part of the year. So just watch it. Hang on. And uh, when fall rolls around and temperatures drop, it'll come back to life. All right. What about uh, regulating of the uh, the seed, the rate of seed that is applied and, and released into the soil? What what do hunters need to know about that? 
Well, uh, with the advent, and this is mainly for clovers, which is a legume, which has to be inoculated. Every time you plant it, you are providing a bacteria that enables it to fix nitrogen. That's one of the big benefits of planting legumes is that they fix nitrogen, and and that will decrease the amount of nitrogen you, you have to add. Mm-hmm. But it comes at the cost of it adds weight. So that little seed coating adds weight. And many people will get a whatever, a 10-pound bag of seed, a 50-pound bag of seed, and they fail to realize that you've got to look on the tag to see how much of that bag of seed is actual seed, which is called pure live seed. And in many cases, uh, it's only half of the amount of, of the weight of the bag. For example, if you bought a 50-pound bag of inoculated crimson clover, you may only have 20 to 25 pounds of seed. So you just need to be aware of that and adjust your seeding rate accordingly. So it's just some really quick math you can do, and you'll just have to plant more of that bag than, than you originally thought of so that you're getting the appropriate amount of seed. Yeah, gotcha. Makes sense. All right, so what, what else do folks need to be aware of that's uh, important that we left out here with respect to uh, their supplemental plantings, food plots? I, I think most people, you know, when you get started, uh, most everyone does a cool season food plot. In, in other words, getting it in the ground right now. But what we see with kind of the, the next level is people that are also planting warm season food plots. Mm -hmm. And that's really where we see a gain often uh, in deer body size and antler size. Deer in the southeast, they have two stress periods throughout the year. Uh, They do go through a stress period in in the winter. We're talking, you know, January, February. There's not as much food on the landscape. It can stress them and lose weight. But um, deer in the south also go through a stress period in the late summer, early fall. So think August, September. And, and, and that is generally just because heat, number one, and then also plant quality is so diminished that time of year. So another way you can address that with your management is also adding a warm season food plot to the mix. At real common forages uh, would be soybean, cowpeas, things like that. Gotcha. So you're just adding adding more food for, for deer on the landscape. So uh, how do we how do we do last year with respect? Did the COVID have any effect on the food uh, supplemental plantings and food plots, et cetera? What, what about availability this year, for example, of uh, seed and and uh, other materials needed to do this? There may have been some cases at at the very local level. I'm not aware. I did not hear last year or this year so far. I have not heard of of any uh, problems in terms of availability. So let let's hope it stays that way. Okay. Well, yeah. hopefully that'll that'll get us going uh, through here. So, uh, are, how are we different, uh, doctor, than the other states in the surrounding areas with respect to? Uh, their planting and and their approaches, uh, the the various plant materials they use. We got about a minute left here. Uh, very very little difference at all. Uh, most everything that's applicable to Mississippi yeah. uh, is going to be applicable to North Carolina, Georgia, Arkansas. Got gotcha. you, yeah. got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. 
Dr. Strickland, it's been a pleasure having you on today. Very informative, very insightful. Really appreciate uh, you helping out uh, our, our audience here, the, uh, the hunters that are getting ready to do, get out there and get this thing going. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Happy to help. You got it. We'll be right back with more here on Mississippi Outdoors Radio. We'll wrap it up. Stay with us. Seafood Outlet. Five-pound large Gulf Shrimp Special, $29.95. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. Watkins Construction and Roofing. They are the premier company to count on. I know that by personal experience and customer satisfaction and a professional team with the experience of a NASCAR pit crew. Plus, state-of-the-art equipment from start to finish. It also includes the respect for your home or business with a meticulous cleanup when the job is done. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team, 601-966-8233, or go to nomoreroofleak.com, nomoreroofleak.com. Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell him. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Speaking to all men, if you're a stickler about your ride or your car looking just right, then why don't you take better care of yourself? Man Up MD is a concierge medical clinic, tailor-made for men of all ages. We offer convenient same-day appointments with personalized primary care and treatment plans designed for you to reclaim your energy and performance. Man Up MD can have you tuned up and ready for rocking down the highway. Check us out online at menshealthms.com. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. A year like no other deserves an event like no other. So that's why DNS Diamonds and Jewelry is offering storewide savings of 25 to 60% off during our 32nd anniversary event. Many items are reduced 50 to 60%, including stackable rings, pearl strands, and estate jewelry. Even engagement rings are reduced. A small deposit holds your selection for Christmas or take up to 12 months to pay interest free with approved credit. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street in Flowood, in front of JCPenney. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. 
Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com slash business. I just love sports, and I especially love my sport, Brian. Brian is my superhero on the weekends because he is a barbecue grill master. That boy knows how to heat up some charcoal. Woo! We just love it when we smell that delicious Polk smoked sausage on the grill. Whether it's Polk's original smoked with a hint of sage, Polk's Cajun with a kick of Cajun seasoning, or Polk's garlic and green onion with, well, garlic and green onions. Tell your sport you want Polk's on his grill. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Come on. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Mississippi Outdoors Radio back with you on Middays. All right, Adam, what's coming up on Mississippi Outdoors TV? Uh, this week, going to have an alligator hunt in Claiborne County and then red snapper fishing down on the coast. So you can see that. You can you can watch it the night before you go bow hunting. So if you if you can if you can take off Friday morning to go bow hunting, you know you can watch this Mississippi Outdoors Thursday evening. Then get ready and go. So Thursdays seven thirty on MPB, and then re-airs Saturdays at five thirty. Um, so, and I just wanted to add, you know, I I, I really appreciate uh, Dr. Strickland coming on. You know, he's a he's a, a good friend and colleague, and um, you know, our agency works really closely with the Deer Lab at, at Mississippi State and with all the all the wildlife researchers there in the College of Forest Resources. Um, and for those who do not know, uh, Dr. Strickland and Dr. Damaris have an excellent, excellent podcast called Deer University. And, uh, you know, it's available, I assume, everywhere. I, I always get it through iTunes, but I assume it's available anywhere yeah. you get your podcast. Right. Uh, but if you are just really wanting to geek out on deer management, biology information, um, that is the place to do it. They they do a really good job of taking science and taking the stuff that they're learning there at the deer lab and distilling it down you know into a, a form that's just accessible to everybody so um you know for those listeners who want to go a little bit deeper with dr strickland i would i'd highly recommend checking that out it's really good it's pretty clear he knows his stuff i mean he he uh, they're, they're hunters and outdoors people that know a fair amount just because that that's what they do but he's down at the scientific level. Oh, absolutely. Uh, at a deep yeah. scientific level on all this stuff, which is good because we all benefit from right. that. Right. And all we're really lucky. Um, we're really lucky as Mississippians. Um, 
you know, I don't want to sound biased, Gerard, because <laughs> I do I do believe Maroon, but you know, Mississippi State University is is nationally recognized as being one of the top tier uh, institutions for you know wildlife science and and research. Yeah. Um, you know, has you know has housed within the forest resources school, so the forestry stuff and all that's intermixed. But you know, you anywhere you go in the country, if you want to talk to somebody about wildlife biology and management, you know, it's it's kind of like the the Kevin Bacon thing, you know, and you don't have to take very many steps and that person is going to have, or, you know, going to either know somebody or have some connection to Mississippi State. Uh, it's a it's a really well-respected college throughout the profession. So yeah. we're, we're lucky Known to have that. those kind of folks there. Yeah, to- totally agree. I was talking earlier when we launched the show, uh, my, my uh, remote up there, I got a chance to interview Tom Brooks, who runs the uh, Raspit Laboratory for uh, it's really drone research. Mm-hmm. It's unmanned aircraft. And it's fascinating discussion and all the stuff that's going on there. And, you know, I'm betting that you're going to see some application of some of that technology in wildlife management. Oh, we already do. Already yeah, absolutely. Now, right? I already so, do. Yeah. Um, there's there's folks already working on, you know, different ways to survey animal populations with drones, so yeah. like, fly, like flying them at night where you can use infrared to pick out different animals and then train in a computer algorithm to be able to say, oh, that's a deer, yeah. that's a turkey, that's yeah. a whatever, you know, so that that type of technology is already uh, well underway being, yeah. being utilized. Super so. cool. I, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, the interview and, and talking to um, Dr. Brooks about that. It was just incredible stuff going on up there. So, yeah. And, you know, I had to uh, – I shouldn't say I had, but I said uh, as part of the remote, um, Starkville, Mississippi's college town, I said about 8,000 times on Friday. So There you go. <laughs> no, that was, that was a lot of fun. At, uh, it was uh, just treated so well up there, and uh, the weather was beautiful, and everybody was out and about on Main Street getting ready. Uh, impressive stuff. So – a lot to be proud of here in the great state of uh, Mississippi. All right, so you guys going? You gonna get your bow out this weekend? Nope, not gonna do yeah, it. Yeah, Chris is already he says he's not gonna yeah, do it. He's anymore. already said it's too hot for him. I, I uh, <laughs> you know, I used to bow hunt a lot, and I don't so much anymore. And every year, I like threaten I need to get back into it. So um, this may be the year. Yeah, but there you go. Yeah, practice it's first. A, a, to me. Not not necessarily the early part of bow season, but that time period, like that last week of October, mm-hmm. first week yeah. or two of November, it's just yeah. that that little stretch of time is like probably one of the yeah, best nice. times of the whole year to be nice. outside in the woods. It's Definitely hard some, to beat. Some big deer get uh, harvested over the weekend, I predict. Yeah, you're right. As far as as far you think as so? yeah. as far as big bucks yeah. go, like I said, this first week or two of yeah. bow season is one of the prime times, no doubt. Hmm. Well, we shall see, as they say, and then not too many weeks after that, we get the guns out to go after the deer, right? Yep. It's like mid-November. That's right around the old corner, as they say. Well, folks, that's a wrap here on Mississippi Outdoors Radio. Appreciate you guys coming in the studio. Really enjoyed that discussion with Dr. Strickland. He's he's a great resource, no question about it, for wildlife and for hunters here in the state of Mississippi. Well, that's it, and we will return tomorrow, Will, Rhino and I. Stay safe, and God bless everyone. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.